Now seated at the restaurant and with our drinks ordered, the timing was perfect. I launched into it. Kristen, I said, I have been really looking forward to telling you about my new business venture. I'd barely got these words out before she interrupted me and replied, Before you get into all that, I have to tell you about my new dentist. After this statement, my first thought was disbelief. She wanted to tell me about her new dentist? What did this have to do with me and my new business venture? The way she had said it was like she had just started dating some guy and they were about to announce their betrothal in the Edmonton Society pages. With a strained smile, I replied, I would love to hear about your new dentist. This was partly due to me being the understanding older brother that I am, but I was also kind of curious. Kristen was well known for hating to go to the dentist, and I had to know more. In almost every family, there is one kid that is more cavity-prone than the rest, and in our family, that kid was Kristen. As a result, she experienced far more abuse at the hands of the dentist and consequently more long-term trauma. These were some of the thoughts running through my mind as I sat there in Cosmos Restaurant looking at my sister. Clearly, she had been indoctrinated into some kind of dental cult. A lot of this early dental trauma took place in Vegreville, the small town in Alberta where we grew up. Vegreville was famous for its sizable Ukrainian population, its giant pisanka on the outskirts of town, and to my great pleasure, it's mentioned as a computer password in Season 4 on the television series The X-Files. My father was the local veterinarian in Vegreville. Along with his partner, my father founded the Vegreville Veterinary Clinic. If you were a sick animal in Vegreville, you could be tended to locally by my father or his partner. This even included some rudimentary animal dentistry. For whatever reason, though, we always had to go to a different town whenever any of our family had to go to a medical professional. As an example, our doctor was in Lamont, which was 25 minutes towards Edmonton. Our dentist was 30 minutes in the other direction in a town called Two Hills. Our dentist seemed competent enough, and he used the available technology of the day to drill and fill our teeth as needed. We just wished it didn't have to hurt so much when we went to see him. My siblings and I joked today that he didn't use any freezing at all to save money, and we all agreed that the anesthetizing needle in the side of your cheek was as bad or worse than the drilling. Kristen started her story by saying, You know how I have always hated going to the dentist? I nodded back. She continued, Well, it sort of got out of control, and I didn't see a dentist for ten years. I noted that she still seemed kind of giddy to be talking about a dentist. Kristen went on to say that she had been experiencing a number of toothaches, and it was getting to the point where it had been affecting her ability to work. At this time, Kristen was teaching at an inner-city school. Her classroom was underprivileged children aged five to six years old. Many of the children had some type of learning disability. Recently, someone said to me, Teachers are saints. I couldn't agree more. I can't even imagine trying to stay sane in that kind of environment under normal circumstances, but with the added stress of a toothache pounding away in your head? One of her colleagues noticed her discomfort and insisted she see a dentist. Her reply was simple. I don't have a dentist. I haven't been to a dentist in over 10 years, and I am terrified to go. Kristen told me that when she told her colleague this dark secret, he smiled wide. He actually seemed delighted by her predicament. 
His voice became very calm and reassuring, and then he said, I have a dentist that you need to go and see. Trust me, he will look after you. In fact, in the future, you may even begin to look forward to your visits to the dentist. Kristen described his exact words to me with such feeling, clarity, and comfort, and I remember that this was the first time in her story that I wanted to ask her for the dentist's name. There would be many others before she finished her tale. When Kristen initially spoke with her colleague, she reacted the exact same way that I just had. She told me that her pain and anxiety trumped her long-standing fears, and she pleaded with her colleague for the dentist's name. His reply was unusual in that he did not simply pass on a phone number. Instead, he replied, I will call him for you and make an introduction. I am certain I can get you in to see him in the next couple of days. Kristen had only casually talked to this colleague in the past, and she was very grateful for his kind offer and that she had the impromptu conversation with him. Wow, I said. Kristen stopped her story for a moment to taste some appetizers and to sip some wine, and I realized that the story of my new business venture had taken a back seat. My story could wait. At this point, I was fully engaged, and I was listening as intently as a young boy listening to a ghost story around a campfire late at night. Kristen resumed her tale, and she told me that it was the very next day that she had an emergency session with her new dentist. Her colleague, Bob, and now her new best friend, had booked the appointment for her. He had also explained the situation to the dentist so that he was well prepared for Kristen's anxiety and stress. When Kristen first entered the office, she immediately experienced the all-too-familiar adrenaline rush that made her want to run back to her car and cry. The receptionist immediately stopped what she was doing and came out from behind her desk to talk with her. Kristen told me that the receptionist touched her shoulder reassuringly and explained to Kristen that they had a process and that she would be meeting with the dentist soon. This process was designed to discuss Kristen's situation and to determine if there was a fit between what she needed and what he was able to offer. At that moment, the dentist popped into the front office unexpectedly and introduced himself. The dentist spoke very calmly and reassuringly, and he told Kristen that he would be meeting with her shortly, just as soon as he finished up with his current patient. If you could have seen Kristen's body language as she told this story, you would have seen this. You could envision Kristen's stress leaving her body by virtue of the way she told me the tale. It was like I was at the dentist's office that very day. I could visualize her sitting in the waiting room, already relieved. I could feel that even though she still had pain in her mouth, somehow she sensed the pain would not last much longer.